Welcome to the Strong John Fitness Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the BS. We'll cover training, nutrition, basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey, and we'll have some fun along the way. I'm your host, John Vlahoinakos. Let's get into it. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Got a wonderful solo episode for you today in between the incredible guests I've had and have coming up. And this one, seeing as how we are, you know, nearly a month into 2022, I figured I'd talk about, you know, success and the fact that, you know, there really is no secret to it. Um, For anyone listening to this podcast, if you're new, um, thanks for being here, but also know that I'm not here to bullshit you. I'm not really the person to sugarcoat things or, you know, steer you in the wrong direction. I want to help and, and <laughs> help is tough sometimes because we're not ready to hear it or we don't want to hear it or, you know, we're just, we just, we're not ready to change. And I think for a lot of people that does happen. Um, Sometimes you're ready for change. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you think you are. And then you start that change and you're like, oh shit, I'm not ready for this. Um, And I mean, I say all that just to say that if you've started something new this year and you've already stopped doing that thing, it's okay. I'm not here to shame you for that. What's likely happen is you're, you're just buying into marketing, which is, you know, that's what companies do. They they want to market products. They want to market trends. They want, you know, word of mouth for people who've done them. And it's unfortunate, but a lot of people get steered down the wrong path only to wind up frustrated, wasted money, you know, not motivated and having less motivation than ever to start again. Because every time you start something and you stop something and you, you, you don't want to start again, every time you, you want to start, you're motivated motivation stays for a little while. Once it goes away, you have a decision to make. You have a decision to either keep going on that thing, regardless of how you feel in your motivation, or you stop because your motivation is low. But, you know, everyone I've talked to, clients, potential clients, anyone who has had a question, they've all struggled at times. They've all tried more than five different approaches to to lose weight to feel good about themselves to get stronger to get more energy to find a balance between a nutrition plan that actually works with their lifestyle and their lifestyle not you know an arbitrary meal plan that they had no say in creating or they really hate doing the same goes for workout plans and you know i don't want to make this episode like super ranty or venti or anything like that Uh, i'll save the venti for starbucks but um, there's no secret to success. And I think that's that's the hardest part, I think, for people to wrap their heads around. Um, because I think sometimes, and I've had it happen with me, like, I, I, I've talked about this before. I have body dysmorphia. No bullshit. Like, I, some days I'll look at myself and I'll feel terrible. But I'll get people, you know, oh, you look great, body looks great, whatever. And I always appreciate that stuff. But... At the same time, they always ask, like, what what my secret is? Oh, man, how'd you do it? 
know, how'd you do this? How'd you get, how'd you get so ripped? You know, how do I get arms like you? Stuff like that. And aside from like pumping my ego and, um, you know, I, I have to tell them there's, there's no secret there. There really isn't. Um, a lot of the stuff that you see online with people's successes, whether it's business or, you know, their fitness journeys, their, their bodies, whatever, there's no secrets to them. They're human, just like you. Some people have, you know, more access to resources than others. Some people have been, you know, stuck in a fucking lockdown for two years straight. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's different scenarios. Yes, granted. But at the end of the day, you still have to show up daily. Like you, you, you still have to do the work daily and the work doesn't mean rigid diets. The work doesn't mean supplementation. The work doesn't mean extreme things that professionals do or whatever showing up means different things for different people, but there's no secret to it. It, it, Everyone that you're seeing or talking to that has a great physique or has the body you want or has the life they want, whatever. They're just repeating basic stuff and they're really fucking good at it. And I need to stop swearing on this podcast because I know there's a few moms that listen to this with their kids in the car and I apologize, but they're really good at it. At just doing the work, doing the basics repeatedly, whether you're trying to shed body fat, whether you're trying to pack on muscle, whether you're trying to get stronger, whether you're trying to build a business, the basics need to be done repeatedly. And I say, honestly, especially for exercise, you don't need any fancy bullshit exercise program or anything like that. Just do the basics. And I'm going to break down a little bit of the basics for you just to make sure, you know, you're not left without value on this podcast. I do want to help. I'm here to help. I'm not just here to rant and vent and all that stuff. When it comes to your training program, I'm going to start by saying you do not need to spend hours at a time working out. Personally, I think it's a waste of time. That's just my, if you're spending more than an hour and a half, I think you're just wasting time to me. Your, your workout's not being as effective as it can be, or you're not working as hard as you as you can be and need to. So I'll start with that. On top of that, you don't need to do cardio every day to lose weight. Just let that sink for a second. Absolutely not. You don't have to do cardio at all to lose, to lose weight. It can help um, from a calorie burn perspective, but it definitely shouldn't be your number one priority when it comes to losing weight. When it comes to the exercise selection and, and, and stuff like that, I'd, I'd steer clear of anyone on Instagram showing you cool new moves and check out this circuit and check this out and check. No, you want to build an exercise program. If you're going to build it yourself, make it simple, something you can follow, something you can really get really good at, something you know you can progress at very progress that easily, but you can tell where the progressions are. You're not going into each workout looking to get your ass kicked. You don't need to go into each workout looking to be sore after. You don't need to be dripping with sweat after. You just need to progress 
week after week after week. It takes time. And to build the basic workout program, I'm give you the secret. You need to do variations of and get stronger at these movements. Squatting, pressing, pulling, hinging, single leg activities, and I'd argue to toss in some core work slash carries. That's it. Notice I didn't list out 15 exercises in a workout. If you like training abs, cool. Toss them in at the end. If you like doing arms, same thing. But the majority of your programming should come from these five movements. They're the most bang for your buck. They're the most important. And they're going to provide the greatest return on investment for your time in the gym. Workouts don't need to take an hour and a half because you have 12 sets of shoulder raises and bicep curls and core and this and it's too much. What I love doing right now with a few of my clients is we're, we're bringing them, we're bringing their programming and their frequency of, of training down. It's been one of my favorite things to do is to get these moms to train less overall, less days per week, less in a length of time, just more effective, basic training where I know they're going to get stronger because they've spent years yo-yo dieting, which we'll get into, and just trying to hammer the shit out of their muscles in their body to the point where most of the volume that they're doing is junk. It's not providing any more return. They're not recovering from the workouts because they continuously get harder and harder, more challenging, longer, more volume. They're just drained. More is not better here. So I've loved taking their programming down, getting the basics, focusing on getting stronger in the main movements, not working out five days a week because it's not necessary. And they're loving it. Things are more manageable. Their energy is better overall. They're not feeling drained. They feel stronger. They feel more fit because they're not just hammering away at their body and their nervous system six days a week. You need rest. And if you feel like this, and this is a point that people might not agree with me, because I've had a ton of people on social media as well say how they, they struggle with rest and maybe people feel guilty for not for guilty for resting. Guilty for resting is something I've never understood because I work hard in the gym. So if you feel like you're you you don't need rest or you don't want to take a rest because it's it's taking away from your results, you're not working out hard enough. You need to work out hard enough where you feel like, okay, I, I worked in that workout. I need to rest. I want to rest because I know I need it to perform the next workout. If you're relying on, and I love caffeine, but if you're relying on a ton of pre-workout and hype music and pre and like motivational this and motivational that, and you really have to amp yourself up every time you need to go train, you're going to be exhausted. You're blunting your results because you're throwing all these extra things at you, plus all the volume you're doing in the workouts, plus you're not recovering from the workouts. Your progress is stalling unnecessarily. Dial it back. More workouts does not equal more results. It doesn't. So when it comes to your exercise routine, the secret, 
is just do the basics repeatedly. Shout out to John Goodman, who's been preaching this for a long time now. And it's true. Just do the basics repeatedly. They work for a reason. Okay, on to nutrition now, because I don't want to make this podcast too long. <laughs> when it comes to nutrition and, and finding the secret, if you've ever tried a restrictive diet where you have to cut out anything, carbs, sugar, alcohol, fruit, which is stupid, bread, if you have to cut out anything that's not an allergy or an ethical choice, you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't work. I don't give a shit how many times it's branded, rebranded, remarketed, retargeted. It doesn't work. One of the most embarrassing things I just saw recently was a keto pizza shared. They sell them at Costco. I forget how. And I'm going to I'm going to find the macros on it cuz it made me laugh. And I was like, like, what, what is this? First of all, what the, what is a keto pizza? Pizza's made of bread is the meat ingredient and tomato sauce, but okay. And go on. So the keto pizza for one third of the pizza, you're looking at 30 grams of fat, 30 grams of fat. Are you kidding me? And these pizzas don't, this doesn't look big either. It's 180 grams. So if you weigh out, weigh out 180 grams of something, something similar to a pizza, or take a slice next time you have one. 22 grams of carbs and 29 protein. That's not fucking keto. It's terrible. But the reason it's still around is because, unfortunately, people are still buying into this shit. And, you know, I'm not knocking the people, I'm knocking the marketing because people are getting sucked in because, you know, it's shiny objects. People are shining. Oh, keto. Yeah. Keto worked for me 10 years ago when I dropped 15 pounds. Okay, great. But where are you now? This is the question I think not enough people are asking. Whenever someone talks to you about their diet and they keep talking about how, yeah, it works. It's great. I loved it when I did it. I lost 20 pounds and, you know, I stopped it and, you know, I gained it all back over time, but you know, it's great. It's not great. It didn't work. I mean, I say it like this cause it's so frustrating because they just, they bought into, well, they were sold a secret. Keto is the secret. No Atkins is the secret. No low carb is the secret. Dirty keto is a secret. Lazy, like none of it's a secret. You know what the secret is? eating the foods that you enjoy eating and tweaking your choices over time to incorporate more lean protein, more fruits, more vegetables, and not eating too many calories. That's the secret. The problem with that secret is it's complicated at times. It can be tough to work with. It's a learning process. It's not like, hey, take this pill and you're going to lose weight. It's like, no, you have to change your eating habits. Oh, shit. Wait, what? Yeah, and you know, you can't kind of indulge in every craving that you have. Oh, wait, I don't, that sounds hard. Yeah, it is hard. But that's what sustainability is. 
you can't undo 10 years of poor eating habits, poor exercise habits, poor mindset, I'd say as well, no accountability with a magic diet or magic pill or quick solution. It doesn't exist. There's no secret to this success. Again, people ask me, they've talked about, I've been asked about my abs and this and that. And because I did one shirtless photo shoot that I was incredibly proud of doing for sure. Cause it's the leanest I've ever been as a former fat kid. Fuck yeah, I did it. But there was no secret to get to, to do that. I still ate pretty much whatever I wanted to, but I made sure I had enough protein every day. I made sure my calories were in check, which means I had a target for myself and I made sure not to go over that target consistently. There's no secret. 80 to 90%, and I don't usually like using percentages, but let's say 80 to 90% of your diet should come from whole foods. Foods that were once living or had a face. Sorry to all the vegans who listen to my podcast. Um, but that's lean proteins. That's fruits, vegetables, whole grains. It's the outside of the supermarket. It's very simple. And the a couple of things I'll get is, oh, but my kids won't eat this or but my kids won't eat that. You set the example for your children. And I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. We've had plenty of disagreements here between myself and my five-year-old or my wife and my five-year-old on, he doesn't want to eat this. I don't like this. He's not at an age where he can choose because he would choose nachos and gummy bears all the time. And I, I, I can't do that. And on the flip side of things, if we were parents who would frequent McDonald's, which my dad was, and pizza, that's what he'd be accustomed to. That's what he'd grow up having and knowing that our diet just consists of fast food. I don't want that for my kids. I went through so much struggle as a teenager with my self-confidence, my body, my, my mental health. It was, it was not a good time overall in that aspect of things for me. I don't need that for my kids. So if you look at it like that, you set the example for your kids, number one. So you choose the menu. And it depends on the age of your kids, I get that. But you choose the menu. You're the boss or bosses. You're the parents. If they want to have some input on the menu, you can let them have some input. Like asking them which night they want which food. Or if they're going to help you make some foods. Then you get them accustomed to eating lean proteins and vegetables and fruits. Whole grains. Healthy, nutritious stuff that they should be growing up eating. Not, you know, trying to pull their your strings because they want to order takeout all the time or whatever it is. And it's fun to me because like I can go like I'll take Nico to the dollar store. He'll help me run errands. And maybe I, maybe I look like a dick, but he'll be the kid that asks, you know, can I have these? And he'll point to any snacks or toys. And it's a no. Nobody like we have them. You have some at home. We have enough toys at home. The more you say no to your kids, the easier it gets. And I know I'm, I'm completely on a tangent here and I apologize for that. But at the same token, I don't because it, 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 it 
it works with what we're talking about here. There's there's no secret sauce. You do things repeatedly, basics repeatedly, nutrition, lean proteins, fruits, vegetables, less processed foods, less takeout, less I'll toss this one, less alcohol as well. But there's no secret sauce. So if you're facing some frustration right now in your diet or your program, whatever you're doing, if you don't have a coach and you're just you're you've trying different things now, you're still not seeing anything. And, you know, results come in different ways. It's not just the scale. It's not just the inches. It's how you're feeling. If you're enjoying the process, these play a major role. If you're at this point still three weeks, four weeks in now, I think it's time to reevaluate what you're doing. Or even if you've been consistent. Something I make sure to do with all my clients, you know, I get feedback from them every week. I check it with them every week, sometimes multiple times a week, just see how they're doing. I want everyone to enjoy the process. When you enjoy what you're doing, you're going to stick to it long-term. The best compliments I've received, I, this didn't feel like I was on a diet. That's what I love to hear. When you can enjoy family outings, vacations, get-togethers, not feel an ounce of guilt because you know the program is working for you because you helped create it in a way. You have a say in the program. It works with your lifestyle, not against you. There's no fluff. There's no smoke and mirrors here. There's no magic. There's no secrets. When it comes down to getting the results you want and keeping them, it comes down to you. How are you approaching things? Are you mastering the basics? Are you showing up consistently for yourself? If you're not, you need to, or they're never going to happen. And I don't say that to be a dick, but it's true. If, if you're not showing up, if you're not putting in work, if you're not sticking to something that you can repeat over time, it's not going to work for you long term. That's the secret to success. There isn't one. That's the end of the show. I don't want to keep you too much longer. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a review. Apple Podcasts, wherever you're at. Share it on social media at Strong John Fitness on Instagram. Shoot me a DM if you want. Let's chat. If, and I say if, you're ready to make that change. If you're like, you know what? This is this is it for me. I, I need something different. I need something new. Message me on Instagram at Strong John Fitness or pop in the show notes. Fill out an application form. Coaching just might be the missing piece to your puzzle of long-term fitness results. Talk to you next time.